0: No pastor is a finished product. That's a thing you know if you've ever talked to a pastor for any amount of time. That's also why our church body encourages pastors and congregations to see the value of continued study after graduation and assignment during the years of experience that highlight for a pastor both the value of what he already knows and the necessity to learn more about what he doesn't know. That encouragement came my way recently in the form of some courses offered in my area taught by professors from our seminary. I took one called Maintaining a Lutheran Identity in a Postmodern World. During that class, I thought a lot about you, hence the bonus episode you're listening to right now. I thought about the audience of this podcast, which is to say that I thought about myself, because as I've already confessed to you, I do this podcast for me as a part of my personal devotional routine. It's the icing on the cake that people out there, you, are listening and sometimes even getting something out of it. But I eat this cake without any icing at all. I've done it before. So anyway, I thought about you and me, And this thing that I've been doing for a year and a half now of taking a look at the characters of the Bible as individuals and thinking about what life was like for them based on what little we know about them and seeing, sometimes through wild speculation, what we can learn through them. And sitting in a class on Lutheran identity, I was struck by how Lutheran of a thing this podcast is even though I almost never use that word, Lutheran. That's what I am. I'm Lutheran. To be fair, I always have been. I've been Lutheran for as long as I've been Christian, and so if I'm going to write a podcast about anything, it's going to be a Lutheran podcast, whether I'm intentional about that or not. That's one of the few constants of my lifetime of bouncing between the different cultural subsets of the Americas north south and central whether I've been in Canada or Brazil but from the US or in the Midwest but from the south or from abroad or in the Caribbean or SoCal where everybody around me was from somewhere else and so I fit in by not fitting in the way nobody fits in I've still always been Lutheran But I think this podcast has succeeded at something that I never actively intended to succeed at, but that has more and more value in a world that understands less and less what someone means when they say, I'm Lutheran. This podcast has been Lutheran in the ways in which I'm most... Proud isn't the right word. Content, maybe. Deliberate let's say grateful. This podcast has been Lutheran in the ways in which I'm most grateful to be Lutheran. Lutherans care about what God has to say. I'm so grateful for that, that through Lutherans, through a decidedly Lutheran upbringing, I've learned To care about what God has to say, not what I want him to say, not what I wish he'd say, not what I'd say if I were God, but what God actually says. So here's us me, and apparently you, too, concerning ourselves with what God has to say by having the Bible populated by the stories of people like you and me, sinners like you and me, messy lives like yours and mine, and we, I, and delightfully, you, too, assume that God has something to say to us through what he says and even through what he doesn't say about them. Lutherans care about what God has to say because God says he wants to give. I'm so grateful for that. That being Lutheran means being honest about what God says about who we are as people who can offer him nothing and as people to whom God freely offers everything. Yeah, life and all the beauty that we experience just by being alive, but any non-Lutheran could appreciate that. But Lutherans uniquely listen to the voice of God as he describes how much more he offers to us by his grace. In Jesus' His Son, an eternal life of beauty beyond what we can imagine that pours backward through time into this life through the heavenly perspective that grace gives That there is an afterlife means something about the before death, and not just for us as we look at our own time until we die and the life we hope for after, but for everyone as we look at everyone's time, including the time of the people God tells us about in order to show us the timelessness of his grace. Lutherans care about what God has to say because God says he wants to give and we believe him. I'm so grateful for that. For faith. For this simple distinction that God worked in my heart through his word and sacraments. Not that I make what God says true by believing, but that God makes his truth mine by enabling me to believe, by giving me faith. And that faith takes hold of God's truth, and so claims it for myself that I can apply that truth to every moment of my life, to everything that happens to me, to every thought that I have, and I can think about the lives of God's people of all time and apply his truth to their moments and happenings and thoughts, too. I'm not a finished product nor has any episode of this podcast ever been, nor are you. So no Lutheran is as Lutheran as they want to be, not even Luther. No Christian is as Christian as they want to be. None of the people in the Bible were the kind of people they were supposed to be, save one and that one died to save all. To say what God wants said, To give what God wants to give. To accomplish what God wants us to believe to be true. We, I and thankfully you too, want to learn more about what we already know. We want to have more of what is already ours. We want to be more who we already are. And being Lutheran means knowing that we both want that and get that by scripture alone, by grace alone, by faith alone. Happy belated reformation. Ah, And I didn't even say anything about postmodernism or post-postmodernism or millennials or boomers or iGen or the awkward humor of professors who speak in